After a year of rising suicide and sexual assault rates, the Defense Department is expanding its mental health programs. Federal News Network's Alexandra Lohr is here to tell us about some of those initiatives. Alex, how are you doing? Great, thanks. How are you, Eric? Very well, very well. So what is the DOD doing with mental health programs? Tell us all about it. Well, as you mentioned, the suicide rates and the sexual harassment rates, the reported rates, that is, have been rising for quite some time. And this is something that the Defense Department really wants to see changing. So they had a a review done. It was called the Independent Review Commission on Sexual Assault in the Military. And just a couple months ago, that review released 82 recommendations for things that they could do to improve the situation. And part of the DA, the DOD is really looking to to move on those recommendations. And in their 2024 defense budget request, they're asking for $637 million in funding just for sexual assault prevention alone. It's It's been a big issue with a lot of the leaders in hearings for the uh, House Armed Service Committee, the Senate Armed Service Committee. They're talking about more needs to be done, that it's a demoralizing effect and it hurts readiness. And very importantly to the services, they think it has a negative effect on recruiting and perceptions of what it's like to be in the armed services. So here's Army Training and Doctrine Command's Lieutenant General Maria Gervais talking about that. When you look at it, the harmful behaviors are something that is very damaging to us as an Army. It doesn't represent who we are or what we stand for. And, you know, if you think about it, moms and dads who entrust their most precious asset, their sons and daughters, to us, they expect to be, for them to come into the Army to be able to gain a skill to also be taken care of and not face a threat of some type of harmful behavior. And what are some of the specific plans for solving this problem? Well, from the top level, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin approved the establishment of a dedicated prevention workforce to help strengthen DOD efforts to address suicide prevention, and other mental health problems, other harmful behaviors. And they're hiring 2,000 prevention personnel to kind of beef up that service. The Air Force has a program for training and resources called Sexual Assault Prevention and Response, and that's where they offer resources for for airmen. And then each of the service academies has their own training program. They kind of had a damning report that came out about a month ago uh, based on an anonymous survey showing that one in five women at service academies had experienced unwanted sexual conduct. In the Army, General Gervais says they've started training for sexual abuse prevention all the way in boot camp. And so we have focused, changed the first two weeks of basic combat training, and we call it yellow phase. But what we found as we changed those first two weeks, and what we've seen is we've seen, um, especially in our training base, we've seen a reduction in terms of um, sexual assault, sexual harassment. We actually have an initiative called sexual assault, uh, sexual harassment, where our young soldiers volunteer to be on this program, to take leadership positions so that we can start policing ourselves. We're talking with Federal News Network's Alexandra Lore. So Alexandra, aside from sexual assault, part of the DOD programs are suicide prevention and mental health in general, correct? 
That's right, Eric. And the stigma of mental health problems has been one of the issues for the military. People in the service are worried about going to their senior leaders or even to health professionals and saying they have a problem. They're worried that it'll hurt their future promotions. And they're also very worried that it would hurt, uh, say, their security clearance. So the Defense Department is trying to remove that stigma and make it more of an open process for people to seek health. The problems are real. The, the stress of deployments, the absences from families, frequent moving, uh, stress from combat, they're all things that kind of bring on mental health problems. So the Defense Department wants service members to, to get help when they need it. The Navy, for example, just released something they're calling the Mental Health Playbook. It offers a format for discussing mental health up and down the chain of command. So Commanders know what to do and how to deal with someone who comes to them with a problem and someone who wants to talk about a problem sort of has a format for going about doing that. And the playbook also has resources for where to go for mental health and maybe a roadmap for how the process should work. Here's a Vice Admiral Richard Cheeseman. He's the Navy's top personnel official. The budget prioritizes several initiatives that allows our Navy to maintain a culture to fight and win, including tools and education for our leadership specifically to address mental health, suicide, and sexual assault prevention and response. We released our mental health playbook last month, which supports command leaders in minimizing mental health issues, but when they do occur, to empower them with the resources to connect sailors with appropriate mental health care at the right level at the right time. With proper use, the playbook enables everyone in a command to share an understanding of how to conduct mental health preventive maintenance. So that's an example of one of the branches. And I just have a question for you. Do all the services have similar programs? They don't all look alike, but they're all doing the same sort of things. And you can find web pages where you can go. And if you feel like you've had sexual harassment problems, there will be a web page for each of the services that show you who to talk to and what to do about it. And they're trying to make that very accessible, first anonymously through, say, a website and then person to person through the chain of command. All right. Federal News Network's Alexandra Lohr, thank you so much for your reporting. And we'll check back about this issue with you a little bit later on in the year, I'm sure. Thanks very much, Eric. You can find more of Alexandra's reporting at federalnewsnetwork.com. 57 past the hour. This is the Federal Drive with Tom Temin. For the latest updates, stay with federalnewsnetwork.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn.